0: Hey everyone, and welcome to Gathered Courage, a podcast built around reminding you that no matter what you're facing, God has got you. I'm your host, Carrie Smith, and I'm here to help you gather your courage as you tackle everything from everyday life to your biggest dreams. Welcome everyone to episode seven. I am so very happy that you are here and I'm really excited to continue this month's theme of gifts. As I mentioned in last episode, uh, this idea of gifts can go so many directions. But for my purposes, I'm hoping that as we lean into um, what we've been studying, we will see that the gift of Jesus is for everyone. And our lives then must reflect this truth. So last week, we looked at Acts chapter 8 as Philip shared forgiveness of sins through the blood of Jesus Christ to an Ethiopian eunuch. If you didn't get a chance to listen to that episode, please go back and listen to that one. I might be biased, but I thought it was a pretty good one. Uh, So today we're going to continue in the book of Acts, and we're going to go into chapter 9 and look at a guy named Ananias. So from Acts chapter 9, verse 10, We find out that Ananias lives in Damascus and is a disciple of Jesus. And the word disciple means follower of a teacher or leader. So in this case, Ananias is a follower of the ultimate teacher, Jesus. Let's go ahead and read from Acts chapter 9, where you are going to read verses 10 through 17. It says, There was a disciple in Damascus named Ananias, and the Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias, here I am, Lord, he replied. Get up and go to the street called Straight, the Lord said to him, to the house of Judas, and ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul, since he is praying there. In a vision, he has seen a man named Ananias coming in and placing his hands on him so that he may regain his sight. Lord, Ananias answered, I have heard from many people about this man, how much harm he has done to your saints in Jerusalem, and he has authority here from the chief priest to arrest all who call on your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for this man is my chosen instrument to take my name to Gentiles, kings, and Israelites. I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. Ananias went and entered the house. He placed his hands on him and said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road you were traveling, has sent me so that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. I just love this passage of scripture. Um, Really, because I can so relate to Ananias. Okay, so easy now. I'm not saying I've gotten any direct visions from the Lord. That'd be awesome if I had. But I do relate to Ananias' response to the Lord. Ananias gets his assignment, if you will, and is like, hold up. You want me to what? (laughs) Verse 13 says, Lord, Ananias answered, I have heard from many people about this man, how much harm he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. He goes on to verse 14 and says, And he has authority here from the chief priest to arrest all who call on your name. Ananias was basically fearful for his life. He was risking physical harm if he listened to what God told him to do. Saul, whom we'll study next week, actually, had a really bad reputation. He was killing Christians. Saul was instrumental In the stoning of the first Christian martyr, Stephen. I mean, he was basically going around terrorizing followers of Jesus. Ananias, I think, had every right to be afraid and in his humanness questioned God. I can't say that God has ever asked me to put myself in physical danger for his sake, but like Ananias does here, When God has given me a command or I have felt a nudge from him, I've questioned him. I've had questions like, you want me to do what, Lord? Or what about my fill in the blank, my family, finances, reputation, responsibilities? And then there are these two questions that inevitably surface, for me at least, what will others think and how will they respond? Admittedly, I've given in to the fear of these last two questions too many times. I've given in to them. I've answered them with, they're going to reject me. They're not going to want to be my friends anymore. They're going to think I'm crazy. They're going to look down upon me. But I'm growing a lot in this. And actually, this podcast is a part of my triumph in working through these fleshly concerns. So I understand where Ananias is coming from here. For Ananias, God answers him back and and he says in verse 15, he says, But the Lord said to him, Go, for this man is my chosen instrument to take my name to Gentiles, kings, and Israelites. I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. Okay, so this is the place where I wish I got more of Ananias' feelings um, on God's request. I read this and I'm like, wait a minute. You are going to use this man that has killed your followers to preach your name? He is your chosen instrument? Seriously? Okay, so some confession time here. Confession time with Carrie. Carrie. I'm a competitive person. I'm also someone that struggles with finding my worth and accomplishments. I like to have it all together and I don't want to be wrong. Okay. Now that I've said that, um, spilled that can of beans, I'm just going to go crawl into a hole. (laughs) I feel like every time I confess something on this podcast, I want to do that. But I'll keep going. I read this. And I feel so sorry for Ananias. He is a disciple of Jesus and is being asked to hand over a very important job to Saul, a Christian killer. I would have had all kinds of feels about that. Maybe you can relate. Also, maybe you've got some Saul's in your life. I sincerely hope you don't have any actual killers in your life, but figuratively, of course. (laughs) Who are the people that you are in competition with? Who do you feel doesn't deserve the favor of God? Ouch, right? Hearing that, even saying that, stings. But... If we are honest with ourselves, I think we all have times where Satan tries to use our own personality, like some of the things I confessed to you earlier, and biases against us. He knows that if he can get us to focus on ourselves, then we are less likely to bless others with the gift of Jesus. Satan is a master at getting us to look at what we deserve And how great we are, which gets in the way of direct sharing about the saving blood of Jesus. As followers of Jesus, we have been given this amazing gift, yet we feel like we get to choose who we share it with. We sit down on the sidelines or hide in the shadows of things like they don't want to hear this or they've heard it before or even I've not been the best example to them. Who am I to say anything? And friends, I'm preaching to myself on this one. I have picked and chosen who I shared this gift with. And all glory to God. My heart has been breaking and through that breaking, it has been growing in a way that simply can't keep quiet. I refuse to sit on the sidelines any longer. I don't want to see the souls around me and act like they don't deserve Jesus. I don't deserve Jesus. I don't. You don't. No one does. And that is what is so beautiful about this gift. I love the example of Ananias and how he obediently gives in to what God is asking him to do. He doesn't question it too much. (laughs) He obeys. He goes to Saul. He risks his life. And in my humanness... I think, oh my gosh, Ananias, this guy, like, oh, I'm judging. And I'm I'm saying, Ananias, like, you are a follower of Christ. You are doing all the right things. And here God is going to use this sinner. I mean, wow, Carrie. Wow. And really, if we really think about it, Ananias was a really important part in the story of Saul Saul, who is converted and changed and becomes goes from a Christian killer to a man who brings many people to Christ, he is this dynamic leader. And Ananias played a part in that. So who am I to say, oh, Ananias, you deserved better? No, Ananias obeyed God and had no idea what would come of it. Friends, may we, may we do that. God did not overlook Ananias' dedication to him. God used Ananias mightily to drive forward the good news of Jesus and his free gift of salvation. Next week, we'll actually dive a little bit deeper into the story of Saul and his conversion and ultimately how that conversion um, really became a very strong testimony for those that initially heard about him and then also those that he preached the gospel to later in his life. All right, friends, that is a wrap for today. Thank you again for listening to this week's episode. Until next week, don't forget that you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Gathered Courage Podcast. I share daily additional content regarding the week's episode and just some things about life in general. You could also follow my personal page on Facebook. I'm Carrie Jean Kaufman Smith. And on Instagram, I'm Smith Carrie Jean. Check me out there too. All right. I'll talk to you later, friends. Bye.